Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. I figured before we get to my what to watch list, let me talk to the man himself. It is on AMC. It's called 61st Street. I watched the first episode and was angry. You will be triggered. You will be pissed off. You might be exhilarated because the acting is top drawer. It is Chicago at its finest, but not so fine. Sundays at 10 p.m., AMC, AMC Plus. Let me welcome the great, because he is all of that Emmy Award winning, all of the awards that can be given to a person. Courtney B. Vance is here. Courtney B. Vance. Hello. Hello. All right. You know what? (laughs) I feel like... If I could get through this camera, sir, (laughs) sir, don't you make me do it. Don't make me do it to you, Courtney B. Vance. All right. Do it. Don't make me do it. Listen, listen. First of all, your character has uh, uh, prostate issues. I could tell from the first few minutes. I'm not giving away anything. Uh, He's he's, it hurts when it when he pees. So um, I don't know who wrote that in. Is it going to develop throughout the season? I know we got some things going on. Uh, and he's fighting for it's justice. Okay, yes. I hope I hope he's not. Fight, he's okay. fight, he's fighting for pee and for justice. Okay, yes. So it is. It is. Uh, you know. It, it. You know. And and we deal with uh, uh, some um, a young man who's got autism. My son has. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's on the spectrum. So we deal. We're dealing with stuff. And, from uh, the from the first yeah. episode, I was like, "Y'all gonna throw the kitchen sink at us." Mm. Wow. We need okay. to have the kitchen sink thrown at us. So it's time to deal. Got right. to deal. So um, I, I said, Moses Johnson, you play Franklin Roberts, who is an attorney. We see him first. First time we see he's in court fighting for something. I mean, it was just such a reasonable case you were making with the judge. But the judge didn't like I think that you were uppity or that you challenged his humanity. And so we did the opposite, which I was like, is this how it really works? Did you study this before you took this role? I, I didn't study uh, to that degree because it was all on the page. Um, but um, Mr. David Chanks, who is uh, was the boots on the ground showrunner, who's from Chicago, was a police officer for uh, for seven years, uh, African-American uh, gentleman. Um, so he let us know, as did uh, Peter Moffat, the creator of the show, that, you know, 626 and, and Cal, the, the courthouse, the people are lined up, beige and brown and black, around the corner, down the block, around the corner, wrapping around the building to come in. It's an overworked system that uh, doesn't work, and people are shepherded in, and they encourage you to, uh, to you know, to, to settle. And to um, and so there's no time to actually try to help no, anybody. And um, this this case uh, potentially would be exact same case. And I said no, not this young man. This young man is doing everything right. Has done everything right. His his mother raising two young uh, boys, uh, doing everything, cleaning toilets in the in the courthouse, and um, and life happens to him. It's a it's a universal situation. We all understand what it, what it, what, but in beige and brown, it's a deadly universal situation. So um, I said uh, to my wife, who I had promised, Ms. Angelou Ellis, the great Angelou Ellis, to, that I would not, um, uh, I would come home. It was, I'm a retiring uh, uh, public defender, 30 years coming home to help 
Uh, she's going to wants to go into politics and she wants I'm supposed to come home and help with our autistic son. And this case happens. And I say, no, they're not getting him. I know what I promised. They cannot have Moses. If they, if he, they get Moses, they get us all. So there's the drama. So from the door, we see Moses working out. We see it in this like this juxtaposition of him working out, you working in the courts. He's he's running. He's doing all of his little drills with his coach. Uh, he's there to, uh, I think, save his brother who got into something with some people. A gun goes off. Cops show up. Moses does what he knows how to do, which is run. So we're, we're he's running. He's running. He's running. You're like, there's no way these cops going to catch him because he's world class. And then something happens and a cop gets hurt and he's there to come back to help him because that's his humanity. And he gets snatched up and it goes on from there. You brought up Anjanou Ellis. Last time we saw y'all together was in Lovecraft Country. She was your wife then. She's your wife now. Did you bring her into this project? Did she bring you into this project or was it just a kiss? I brought her in. Okay. Y'all are magic together. You know that, right? brought her in. Yeah, she's a, she she's a, a joy to work with. So I, as much as I can, I try to bring her. That is, so, I love uh, that. Now your real mm-hmm. wife plays a police officer on a on one of these nine one one shows, and she's also the executive producer. Are y'all having interesting conversations about the criminal justice system? Because uh, you know, I, the the last episode I just watched of that, there was a something happened with a young boy, and you know she was like he's just a boy and she's thinking about her son on that show there's like a lot of real life stories going on are y'all having these conversations no okay all right um all right, just going. it just happened to <laughs> yeah i'm teasing you <laughs> but we're not having those conversations we, we're having conversations about real life situations in life so you know and what to do and what our our 16 year old twins boy girl young men young women how we're you know dealing with them and and how they're dealing with uh, in these institutions and how to navigate and you know it's it's just you know it, it's it's easy for no one these days um no one gets a pass uh, um but and and the people you know as you can tell by what's happening in the ukraine there's no tolerance for anything right now you try to talk about some of the people ready to fight people ready to fight in the street they're ready to fight uh, at the capitol building they're ready to fight you know they they're just ready to take it over and you know we're we're saying you, you know this we've done that we've gone down the road of of pushing red buttons and and uh, um, civil wars and you know we you you there's no it's, there's no getting around it you gotta sit we need each other there ain't no way for us to go there ain't nowhere for you to go we gotta figure it out here and now and we gotta talk about what these police are doing and try to begin to, to retrain them so that they don't empty clips in us. You may, there's not, you know, sometimes you got to use your, your weapon, but you don't, you, there, there is no, you know, you, there's, George Floyd showed us that, that something is off of that training mm-hmm. where they feel that they can uh, kneel like on a deer or some, some animal and, uh, and have, and be able to, to claim fearing for one's life. Come on now. We, Stop we, that don't, mess. we don't have to go back to George Floyd. We can go to your neck yeah. of the woods in Michigan, Grand Rapids. They uh, police officer rode the back of a black man and then put his gun point blank in the back of his head and pulled the trigger a couple of times and blew him away. And unarmed traffic stop. 
you know, we don't have to go back to George Floyd. I don't think it's training, Courtney B. Vance. I think it is baked into the DNA of policing and the foundation of policing. That is its foundational edict is to police black bodies. That is what it was whatever it in. is, whatever it is, how much is it going to what is it going to cost us to realize that it's got to shift people there. We're talking about human beings now. I'm not talking about animals, but that's the way they see us as animals, which is why you can do that with with a, a black man or a black woman. But with a white person, you you talk and have conversations. So it's 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 DNA, it's training, it's all of it. All of it needs to shift. So whatever it is, it needs to shift. It's it's interesting when you talk about kneeling on a deer because I don't even think they would do that to a deer or a dog. And so I, I almost feel like it's our a, it's humanity a hunt, it's a it's a hunter's a, move. Yeah. It's right. a hunter's move. That's what they do to animals when they've they're not dead yet. They put their knee on their neck and they just suffocate them. Yeah. So it's a it, it's a move. And uh, a move that was made on camera for all the world to see. So but but there's uh, th- this is a situation that we find ourselves in, and with our show, we're, it, it's just an opportunity. I feel for us all to begin the to, to to have dialogue about you know all these things that we're talking about now, and not put our heads in the sand because that's what we do in this country. We put our heads in the sand and pretend like there's no problem. But with with a, a one white person, a young girl, a boy, or man or woman is killed and all of a sudden it's an amber alert you know so we're 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 so the the whole black lives matter uh, was spun because the black lives matter movement was simply to say this kind of situation these lives we our lives matter and they were able to spin it and say blue lives matter and white lives matter and beige all lives matter we understand that we understand all lives do matter if that's the case then there, there wouldn't be uh, a bullet put it in the back of a, a young person, young man's head, two times, double tap, for who was unarmed. That 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 says something that a black lives doesn't matter. So we have to talk about. It. We can't continue to do it because at a certain point there will be a place of no return. Facts. Uh, we're talking with Courtney B. Vance uh, at Courtney B. Vance on the Twitters as well. Sixty First Street on AMC Sundays at ten p.m. Uh, kicked off a couple of weeks ago, uh, the 10th. It, 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 am I reading this right? Did it get picked up for two seasons? Is it already, like, you don't have to wait for the... No, we, we shot two seasons. We shot 16 episodes. We're going to show the first eight for the first season and the second eight for the second season. Now, is so it a limited series? Mm-hmm. Is it like um, Your Honor or some of the other shows that we're seeing out there in the genre is it limited yeah, because yeah well you know your honor was for a season and then it was picked up so we're we have a two season order and uh we'll see what uh, how the, the the family reacts uh, to it i'm sure if the family reacts wonderfully there will be a third season okay so we need to and react maybe a fourth wonderfully uh talk a little bit you you have i was reading about craig robinson michelle obama's um brother and having to pull his children out of a school, and you were talking about your sixteen. No, they were, they, they were, were, right? They were expelled. They were expelled because Craig Robinson and his wife challenged the racial uh, racism at the school, and I guess that mm-hmm. didn't sit right. 
Um, as people, you know, you both, you know, Harvard educated, Yale educated, uh, you know, we, we all want better for our children. So we put them in schools that, you know, will give them a better shot at life. But that arc seems to have a, a brick wall in this day and age. Or do you not agree with that? For No, no, no. I, we all have had uh, run-ins um, at, at these uh, institutions of higher learning. And the question is, I'm, I'm sure for these schools, is uh, for the number of you know, young people of color there, do they want to change their school around for those folks? And that's the issue. For me, that's the issue. That, that they're saying, because a lot of the, some of the white parents there believe firmly that we, we're spending this big money to have this kind of environment here. So if they want to come here, they have to fit into the environment that we have. And the, the, the battleground, because that's what it is, it's a battle. Uh, over um, the direction uh, that the country is is to to go in, and it's a battleground that has been there. I mean, that's what the civil rights movement was about, and it took MLK and others like him to to bring the children and the young people and and teach them nonviolent uh, um, uh, tactics, so that the cameras will be turned on on Bull Connor and the dogs and the, the water hoses, so that the world and the and the Selma Pettus Bridge to be able to see the violence and to, to be able to understand what's happening, what the, 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 the level of vitriol and hatred that is being exhibited uh, about people of color. And that's where we are again. I mean, and it, it's just human nature, you know, but we're not going to back down. Our I was going to ask you, uh, uh, should we sacrifice mm-hmm. our children though, put them in these environments where they don't, where they aren't seen, where they aren't valued, uh, to make a point. I'm just asking, you know, as a parent who has, you know, but we don't, we don't put them in there to, uh, with the understanding that they're on the front line. We put them in an environment because the schools say in their mission statements and in their mandates that they're a, a, a kinder, gentler. We're trying to and teach inclusive DEI. But when the rubber meets the road in these institutions, I heard that. The young lady who wrote 61st Street, I can't get her name, Nicole, uh, not 61st, who wrote uh, 1619. Oh, Nicole, uh, Hannah 16, Nicole 19. Jones. You know who she yeah. is. She was she was invited to for Black History Month and invented one of these institutions of higher learning, <laughs> secondary school. And they uninvited her because with the with the, the discussion saying that she's going to uh, to disturb uh, the goings on of Black History Month. And that makes absolutely no sense. She is the one of the, I mean, she would, she would be a reason for discussing Black History Month. But it doesn't matter. They say whatever they want to say to be, and it goes completely counter to what their mandate was in terms of kinder, gentler, DEI kind of situation for the young people. They just don't want to talk about it. But the children will talk about it. The young people are going to talk about it. You can't ban a book. The people can go on Kindle and get that book downloaded to their. You, so it, you, you're doing nothing. And you're, 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 the young people, when they go to college, they're going to end up with a, a trans or a black or a gay or whatever different kind of person as a roommate. And they're not going to be able to deal with it. And you're not going to be able to help them. And maybe you will. Maybe you'll call the, the president of the university and say, get my young person out of there so you know um you know it's a battle and it and it and it's and it's going to go on 
Um, but it's nothing. It's something that we're, we're not we're used to. It's a battle. It was a battle in 61st Street. That's why I took the, 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 the call. That's why I my character, Franklin Roberts, said not on my watch and I get him if I have to lose everything. You know, and, and that's what we'll see in the series, how much he's staked uh, on this, this situation. Go ahead, Karen. Sundays at 10 p.m. AMC. Courtney B. Vance. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.